Hello, and welcome to Crusading for Christ Podcast Hour with Brother Lee Glad to see you tonight, today, tomorrow, whatever it is. Today, I've been, I know it's been a while since I've been on, but I've had to, I'm building a, I built my studio here. I'm working on a lot of things, so please keep praying for me. But I'm fixing to kick this thing into high gear. That's just so that you know. And I need you, I need all of you to pray for me to partner with me. I mean that with my heart. We are so excited about what God's doing. As a matter of fact, I've got coming up uh, in the near future, I, I, I'm going to start doing interviews. And I've got a, man, I have got one of the greatest guys you're going to ever see. And he's going to be on uh, Crusade for Christ podcast. I'm not going to tell you who he is, but he is one of the great ones. And I'm excited about it. So we're looking forward to that. I told you that I wanted to talk to you about the warfare, about the warfare, which is under there. But there's something really more important to talk to first about the warfare. That's, that's to know what side are you on. Now, listen to me. We're living in the 21st century where everything goes. Where, um, I mean, you can't even... I mean, people want to argue about everything, they want to fuss about everything, but still, the one great thing... Oh yeah, by the way, if you if you happen to find my Bible, turn it in. I lost the Bible that I've had for 26 years. Notes in it, pictures in it, signatures in it. It's irreplaceable. I don't know what I've done with it. Hopefully it'll come up. I'm praying that it will. If you happen to find it, let me know. So I'll just use this one tonight, because the Word of God is still tired, infallible, inerrant, and inspired by God. So that means we can count on it 100%. So what I want to talk to you right now about, listen, everyone out there, it's about there's some scripture, and it's on my website, crusadeforchrist.com, about how do I know I'm going to heaven. When somebody asks you, are you a Christian? I mean, when you ask people, are they a Christian? Some of them say, well, yeah, I am. And then you say, well, well how do you really know? And you get some pretty good answers and then some pretty off-the-wall stuff. For example, I've asked people, how do you know that you're a Christian? They say, because, uh, I mean, I've been baptized when I was a kid. Baptism's good. Um, well, my, my folks go to church. I'm not a bad person. I've been good pretty much all my life. I've never killed nobody, stole a whole lot. But, uh, but I'm pretty good, okay? And then, you know, some say, well, you know, I've joined the church and I'm part of the church and... And, uh, and I'm a Sunday school teacher, I'm a this, I'm a that. But the bottom line is, how do you know that you know you've been saved? How do I know that I've been saved in my heart? Because let me just, I, I've got some scriptures here, and I want us to look at them tonight. For just a minute, this is, this is just listen to me. These are the scriptures that, that, that I want us to talk about. These things, these scriptures right here, when you go through them and understand them and apply them to your life, you will be sure that your name's written down in the Lamb's Book of Life because you know that you know. First of all, John 3 3 says this. It says, Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, which was a Pharisee. And Nicodemus, the Bible says, came to Jesus by night. And when he came to Jesus, he said, Master, we know that thou art sent from God, for nobody can do what you do, except for God be with them. 
And Jesus looked at Nicodemus and he said in John 3, 3, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So you must be born again. Well, we've heard that in the interchange, you know, your theology and all that. Born again, saved uh, by the grace of God. And uh, so you, you must be born again, spiritually. This is not talking about the physical, because that's what Nicodemus asked him. He says to the Lord, he says, how can I be, how can I be born again when I'm old? I can't enter in a second time into my mother's room and be born. And Jesus says, and he goes on, you read it. He, says, he tells him, the wind blows where you, you, it does. You hear the sounds thereof, but you don't see the wind. He says, so is the Spirit of God. In other words, the Spirit of God convicts your heart by the Word of God. The Bible says we're saved by grace through faith, that not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. It's not of works, least any man should boast. We are saved, Ephesians chapter 2, 8, 9. We are saved by grace through faith, that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. And then Acts 4, 12 said, there is, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved. That does away with every religion, with every cult, with every ism out there. And there's thousands and thousands of them. But you've got to believe me tonight. There's only one God and one mediator. 2 Timothy 2.5 There's only one God and one mediator between man and God, and that's the man Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ. He is the Savior. He is the God-man. Romans 3.10 Now here's what happens. As we read this Roman, we see here... The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 10, you say, well, I'm, I'm good enough. I've not done anything wrong. I've never killed anybody, Brother Whaley. Uh, I haven't stole much. I haven't lied much. But we've lied. We've stole and all them things. The Bible says there is none righteous. No, not one. Every single one of us are unrighteous. I mean, that goes from Billy Graham, Charles Spurgeon, Billy Sunday, Adrian Rogers. You name them, they were, they were all, we're all unrighteous. Jerry Fowler. There's none righteous, no, not one. Because Romans 3.23 says, For we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. You see, here's what, here's what sin is. Sin is missing the mark of perfection. If you had a bullseye up here, the center of it would be perfection. But we have sinned. We have missed the bull's bullseye, and we have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And who is the glory of God is Jesus Christ. And we'll talk about that sometime. Romans 6, 23. Romans 3, 10. There's none righteous. Romans 3, 23. We've all sinned. And then in Romans 6, 23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What does that mean? That means we get paid for what we, we have. We are sinners. Our wages to God is death. Because we are sinned and we have fallen short of the glory of God. But God said right here, for the way to send it, but the gift of God is eternal life. See, there's, there's the conviction. There's where we understand the word of God convicts us that we are sinners. If you're not convicted and you come under condemnation in your heart and you haven't felt convicted, you feel like you're okay then you're probably not saved. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Because when we realize we're sinners and, we're, and we fall short of His glory, Jesus Christ, and we do, 
we realize that we need a Savior. We, we, we need somebody to stand in place and get me into heaven. Because when I stand before God, and God says to me, Lee Whaley, why should I let you into my kingdom? Kevin Williams, why should I let you into my kingdom? Lamar Rackley, I talked to him the other day. We had lots of great man of God. Lamar, why should I let you into my kingdom? And then, then we can all say, well, I did good. No, we can, we can all say, because Jesus Christ died for my sins, for the wages of sins, but the gift of God. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. I have received Christ as my Lord and Savior. Romans 5.12 says, By one man, which is Adam, sin came into the world, and death by sin. And death because of his sin. And death was passed on to all men, for we're all sinners. We all fall short of God's glory. Man, I mean, we're right in the middle of it. Listen, before I got saved, I was, I mean, I did it all. Brother, brother uh, Kevin was talking about that. Some people have a very bad background, a very hard life, and I did. But thank God God saved me. I'm not bragging about that. I'm thank God that he saved me out of that at the age of 20, which was 1975. You want to make a note of that. So the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. One man sin entered into the world and death by sin. All right, who was it? Romans looks a little bit different because I had to change it out, but it's okay. Who was at Romans 5.12. Let's go over that one more time. Romans 5.12. By one man, Adam, sin entered into the world, and death came because of Adam's sin, and therefore sin was passed unto all men, for all men, women, are sinners. Then Romans 5, 8, now, it says, But God commended his love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for us. But it even means more than that. It actually means Christ died as us. He took my sin. He took your sin. He took the world's sin. That whosoever believes in him should not what? Perish but have everlasting life. He took the world's sin. That's what that verse means. But God commended his love toward us. His love toward us. And while we yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died as us. So as when I said... When we get to heaven and God asks me, how come I, how, why should I let you into my kingdom? Why should I let you into my heaven? I can say because Romans 5 8 said, because your son died for my sins. And my sins are washed in his blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. It's through the blood of Christ. Romans 10. 8-13 What it says what saith it? thy word is nigh unto thee that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shall believe in your heart it says that God has raised him from the dead you shall be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation now these are big words the, the mouth we confess unto salvation See, we have to be convicted. Then we have to come under, then we have to come under the, the guilt, the shame, the condemnation. But there's something else. Now watch what this says. When you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, the Bible says, unto salvation, it says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
right? For what does the scripture say? That whosoever shall believe on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference. There's no difference, you see, between the Jew and the Greek or the Gentile. For the same Lord is rich above, rich over all, and all that call upon him. And then verse 13. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, glory to God. Listen, my black brothers and sisters. Listen, my white brothers and sisters. Listen to my every one of you out there. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Now this is the condemnation, that God sent His Son into the world, but men believed in what? In darkness, rather than the light, because their deeds were evil. We are evil. We, we have got to be saved by the grace of God. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he goes on and talks about, well, how should they call unless they, unless they hear a preacher or until they hear the word preached? The word preached means to just tell the word. When I'm preaching, I'm preaching right now. I'm telling you the word that you must be born again that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Before we can understand the warfare, before we can understand what the world is going through right now, right here at the end of the age, we have got to be born again, saved by the grace of God, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And then, and only then, will we enter into the kingdom of God. For whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Listen, if you've never been saved, listen to me right now. Maybe God's dealing with your heart right now. If He is, don't, don't, don't be ashamed right now to understand, I am a sinner. I need salvation. I need the Lord. I've tried it and I fell short. I fell short. Listen, this is the day to get saved. This is it right now. And if you bow your heads right now or where if you're driving or whatever you're doing, listen, maybe you listen to this podcast in your car. All you got to do is call on Jesus and he'll save you. For the Bible says if you confess your sins. What does that mean, confess? That means, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for my sins, Lord. I know I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. And you call on him, Jesus, would you save me? Dear Lord God, in Jesus Christ's name, would you save me right now? Come into my heart and forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. And Lord, I'm going to love you and I'm going to serve you and I'm going to live for you. And change your life. That's what you got to do. Now, with that said, we are going to talk about the spiritual warfare. But I needed to get that out first. You must be born again to understand the warfare. It's like being on a football team. I mean, you got to get on the team before you can play football, right? I mean, you don't walk out of the street into a stadium and just start playing. No, you got to get on the team. Baseball team, basketball team, golf, whatever it is. You got to get on the team. If you want to be on the team of King Jesus, you got to be born again. Listen, I love you and thank you for listening. And God bless you tonight. Looking forward to seeing you, talking to you again real soon. Have a great evening and see you real soon. And thank you for listening in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.